Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, CAB Incorporated presents Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Now, here's your host, Amanda Pierch. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women on Gwinnett Business Radio X. I am your host, Amanda Pierch. Recently, we had the opportunity to attend the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce 2020 Moxie Awards hosted at the Infinite Energy Center. I had the great privilege of speaking with some of the panelists after the awards, and here's the interview. Enjoy. And hello again, everybody. We are here today live at the Moxie Awards presented by Northside Hospital here at the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I am Amanda Pierch and I am joined by two of the panelists, Elizabeth Dixon and also Juanita Velez. Juanita Velez is the international and social media strategist for Delta, correct? Correct. All right. And then also we have Elizabeth, who's the principal lead strategy in hospitality and service for Chick-fil-A. Well, we just concluded a very exciting event here at the Moxie Awards. And I wanted to ask you first and foremost, and this question is to both of you, what does Moxie mean to you? I think about grit. I think about that gumption, that willingness to get up. And um, I think it was it Teddy Roosevelt who said, success is disguised as hard work. I think moxie is that. It's getting up and doing the hard work every day, knowing that eventually it's going to pay off. I think the X in moxie gives it a little bit of a swing, yes. right? You kind of have this flavor to this confidence and empowerment and the sacrifice that you're doing, but ensuring that you kind of put all of that forth with the energy that it deserves mm. is part of the equation, right? Mm, so good. I think moxie to me is kind of how are you, how are you really preparing yourself to fulfilling what you need to fulfill, but with enjoyment and energy along the way. I would agree. And a word that kind of uh, ties into that, and I'm going to direct this to you, Juanita, is hype. Now, when I think of the word hype, I think about, yeah, we're getting excited, get hyped up. But hype has a whole other meaning for you. And this is an initiative that you are solely responsible for starting. And congratulations to you. And I'll let you, you just tell a little bit about hype because I'm sure you'll be able to do it better than I can. Yeah. So, yeah, hype Hype is um, in an organization that I founded four years ago. So 2016. And we stand for Hispanic Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs. So there is a literal translation to the hype. We cater to 21 to 35 year old Latinx millennials here in the state of Georgia. And we're really the only organization that's catered to empowering and building the future business leaders in Georgia within our Hispanic community. So I'm actually really grateful to have been blessed with that idea, but more so I'm really grateful to have a team of people that put in the moxie, the grit every day to empower our community and elevate those, those that look like us. I have to ask you just because of my own naivety. I'm unfamiliar with the term that you used, ex-millennial. Is that what you said? Latinx. Latinx. Yes. What is what is that? Because so, I think I, we fall into the millennial category maybe yeah, a little yeah. bit. But w- I've not heard the X part. So Latinx is really referring to a non a gender neutral term to describe the Hispanic community, right? So when we think about the Hispanic community, it references the language Spanish. But we know that many Latin Americans do not speak Spanish like Brazil. They speak right, Portuguese. Portuguese. And then when we think about Latinos... It's really adding masculinity to the to the word when you're really trying to describe right. wholesome of people. So Latinx is a newer term that came through for gender neutrality. I like that because I am familiar with the A and the O, like you mentioned, Latina or Latino, showing a male or female 
domination. Latin X. Thank you for teaching me something today. Yes. I'm going to direct the next question to you, Elizabeth. You mentioned a couple things during the awards that really resonated with me. And you mentioned not wasting a good crisis. That is paramount now because of what our, our world is going through with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. You specifically said that it's a transformative and also learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Elaborate a little bit. So when I look back on different crises in my life, there is a transformation, a moment of growth that's within each of them. Some, when I look back, I overlooked or I didn't take the time to really lean in. But the ones where I was able to take it, process, think, observe, and really lean in, there's a lesson, a much deeper lesson. And so you look at companies around, and as we've had to change the way that we do things, the way that we serve customers, for some of us it's changing not only how we're serving them, but what we're serving to customers. Quite literally. Quite literally. (laughs) We have a chance to make some major changes. So there's four main areas of growth within crisis. And I wrote an article on this. And you can check it out. I'll have to check it out. Check it out. ElizabethDixonSpeaks.com. Check it out. But within those four areas of growth, undergirding all of it is a mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's a mindset of growth. And when we have a mindset of growth, when a crisis comes, we see the opportunity within it. We don't see just the obstacle of it. So when a crisis comes, we can grow or we can give up. One of my favorite examples right now is watching Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, Ah. that ESPN Uh slash Netflix. So when he was a sophomore in high school, he tried out for the varsity team. He didn't make it. Mm -hmm. He went home and he is, as his mom says, he cried in the closet. Ah. And his mom said, you got to have the grit. Like if you want it, you go back out there and you keep trying. Mm -hmm. And when you watch that series of how he would take any element of competition and he would just want to dominate. I mean, he even said, like, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem. Mm -hmm. But he used it for good for him. He used that challenge where he was not selected he wasn't on the team and he used it to grow from it and so most of us see the challenge some of us choose to see the opportunity and when we do we come out on the other side Mm -hmm. transformed in a new way with a new lesson and we're stronger than where we were before yes wow that is so true kind of taking um, analysis of the situation you have a couple different ways that you can react and based on that way will determine the direction that the crisis can go. Exactly. Thank you for that. Now you guys are both community leaders and advocates not only for women but for business as a whole. Maybe you can share some of your core values not only personally but that you impede upon your teams and your organizations that make them so successful. Yeah, I mean, I think that my number one rule with uh, upon our teams is really leading with compassion. I think empathy is a weapon that we don't necessarily see and I use the term weapon because it can be so powerful Mm -hmm. it can drive so much impact into a team into a community being able to understand our team members positioning will transform the way that we relate and we do business together empathy, compassion, perseverance, and humility. Persevering, right? The sacrifice, that grit, that moxie of Mm -hmm. always consistently getting up every time you fall down. And then humility, knowing that every opportunity that you're being blessed with is being given to you uniquely. So taking advantage of that and making sure that you're able to execute on it, knowing 
all of your strengths have been uniquely placed just for you to take ownership of, right? Wow. And so that's really important for me in terms of leading our teams. And I can see that. You, you exude some of those qualities just sitting here, so I can see how you come with those values. And what about you, Elizabeth? I know the Chick-fil-A culture as a whole has its own set. So how do you kind of integrate your own and then in addition, obviously, with, with your brand? Yeah, it's a great question. So one, building on what you just shared, I think one that comes to my mind is also trust. So whether it's at home with our family, we have a little five-year-old and a seven-year-old, like trust is foundational in our relationship in training them and growing them. But then also in our team at work, trust is foundational, especially being virtual. There is so much that can be misconstrued. Sometimes there's distance, which often creates suspicion and we kind of go negative in our minds. It's like, oh, well, I haven't heard from them and do they think I'm doing a good job and am I helping them the way that they need? And, da, da, da. and so trust is one that's definitely foundational of a value um, in all relationships, mm -hmm. but especially at home and then also in work. In business, yeah, I will say definitely in the workplace as well. Trust is something that is of the utmost value. Ladies, you guys are um, movers and shakers here in our communities and here on Celebrating Powerhouse Women. We're using lots of powerful words, trailblazing, moxie, powerhouse. But, you know, we are our own worst critics. So for that young professional or for that lady out there that's looking to maybe overcome a hurdle and kind of just needs that extra bit of va-voom in order to reach that, that next platform, kind of what are some positive internal monologues that you have with yourself that you could share with other women? Well, definitely being mindful is a word that comes to mind. Being thoughtful of every experience that I'm going through at this moment is leading me to a greater place. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's about the journey. It's about not where I am at this moment, but where am I planning to be, but also understanding where I have been. And I think putting those pieces together is what truly allows you to appreciate every opportunity that you continue to get. Also seek the opportunities mm -hmm. that are going to be essential for you to continue the climb. Understanding that you are your own unique individual mm -hmm. and the experiences that you are going to live are different from everyone else's is really important. And you're in the driver's seat. In the driver's seat. I like it. Thank you very much. Thank you. So what comes to my mind is thinking about how we're all unique and like we talked about in there a little bit that sometimes we take for granted the things that make us unique and special because they're so natural and innate. We think, well, everybody can do that. Oh, yeah. And so the word that comes to my mind for myself is entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm inside of a company. Uh -huh. And so recognizing that it's a part of my purpose to create new value that helps people. And so when I find myself in situations where I'm not able to express that or I'm not able to use that it can become very frustrating mm -hmm. for me because that's what I love to do and that's the value that I help bring and so just recognizing who we are how we're unique and embracing that loving that not diminishing it yeah. I find a lot of people specifically women sometimes we diminish mm -hmm. oh well, that's no big deal yeah. anybody right. can do it no yeah. not anybody can do it yeah. and we all need you mm -hmm. to show up and be you yeah. well to the world World, and we admire that yeah. and so I think when you hear people say wow how do you do that that's so great stop diminishing it and just say thank, thank you, you. Uh -huh. a nice thank you uh -huh. and take that moment and be like cool I bring something it. unique yeah. you know and yeah. celebrate that I totally agree with mm -hmm. with you I think especially when you see again going back to the comparison trap mm -hmm. when you get praised for something but then you automatically say okay I know how to do that I don't have to work on doing that mm -hmm. 
well, you know how to do that so well, that doesn't mean you need to acquire the skill set of the other person who's yeah. also getting, you know, elevated. Right. Everyone gets elevated for unique reasons. Mm-hmm. And so and at different times and at different times mm-hmm. and at different moments. So you need to be able to, to accept the fact that your skill sets and what you're good at is innate to you. And you need to shine through that. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't diminish those. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome? And this is just, I'm asking you personally, because you guys are both emphasizing to let your light shine and remain, you know, within your individuality and kind of carry that out through professionally and personally. How do you overcome the obstacle of maybe people in the workplace who aren't aren't receptive to that unique quality within you or those people who kind of want to dumb it down or that shy away from you because of those wonderful outstanding attributes that are so bright and vibrant to one but might be intimidating to another person quite frankly how do you overcome that or how do you kind of neutralize it and then uh carry on part of it is recognizing the room recognizing where you are and sometimes some of what you bring and you uniquely bring it might be too much for that room at that time so I talked about that entrepreneur Mm -hmm. there are seasons at Chick-fil-a where it's like it's not time to create new things like stop that can actually be a major distraction Mm -hmm. organizationally and can spin up tension and so you have to know when to like hold back back and scale back a little bit and that's okay it's not necessarily reducing who I am it's just it's a season Uh it's an ebb and a flow okay Um, I think if you're having to reduce who you are from a personality standpoint I would start to wonder about is this the room that you should be in if people are trying to reduce who you are as a human and as a person and you are trying to become more palatable to them then I'd start to ask the question, like, is this the room that really I can fully be my true self mm. with? And, you know, answer your own question. Okay. Maybe it's yes and maybe it's no. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think corporate America as a woman of color is not an easy place to be. I also think that it is incredibly a lot easier than it was in the past. Um, and there's it's a lot better, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So a lot of times you do have to be the mover and shaker. And it's not necessarily creating the distraction of trying to create this huge wave. You you have to look at the opportunities, at the places in the timeline where it makes sense for you to pitch your your game or or sell your idea and sometimes you know I've, I've been in many meetings where I'm leading the meeting and it's a male only room I'm asked for a coffee or I'm asked for a tea oh. and so I think that in those moments you just it's nice to be able to stand wow. up and say <laughs> I think that the coffee machine is over there, Uh but I'd like to get started with my meeting and stand up and present. Mm -hmm. And so I think those are moments that are a little hard, but at the same time, they're building you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're building you. Um, And in this era of social media, there's so much hate online Mm -hmm. um, that we can experience from, even if it's indirect indirect hate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think you're always going to have that negative energy in your life. It's the way that you use it to build upon who you are and make you stronger mentally, but also in your abilities to overcome. 
So use it as fuel. That's yes. what I'm hearing come across the board unanimously, even with the Michael Jordan reference. Mm. I like that. Ladies, thank you so much. I feel empowered having just sat here and talked to you for a while. I will ask you if you have any parting words of advice or encouragement for our listeners out there. I know you just spoke wonderful things, but just a piece of, of knowledge or a nugget or something that you'd like to leave. I'll lead with Chairman Charlotte Nash's little nugget that women are doers. We'll leave out the other part, but we'll just leave it with that women are doers. Yeah, I would just say be be confident and, and empower yourself. You're your you're your best cheerleader. Uh, you're also your worst enemy. So make sure to keep that enemy down, and actually feel thrilled when you're having moments of of anxiety. Kind of like live in that moment for a little bit, because after you're done doing whatever challenge you were fearful of, you'll be able to look back at that anxious moment mm-hmm. and say, "I was Shoot. feeling so bad," and then I kicked ass uh-huh. and now I can do it again yes. so yeah and feeling empowered after that T- totally yeah I'm gonna build on a thought that Juanita brought up at the end around comparison mm-hmm. and the fact that it really can be the thief of joy and so whatever lane you're in like think about it as like traffic lanes uh-huh. on an interstate whatever lane you're in stay in your lane and so often we just want to kind of drift over because we look at someone else's lane and we think, oh, that looks good and I should be like that. And they're really gifted. And how can I change myself to be? No, like whenever you drift in traffic, accidents happen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So just stay in your lane and be fully who you are because your community and your world needs you to fully be that. Mm-hmm. And so don't shy away from that and don't compare. Always yeah. be you. Yes. Thank you ladies so much for joining us today on Celebrating Powerhouse Women. From Gwinnett Business Radio X, I was joined by Elizabeth Dixon and Juanita Velez. Ladies, thank you so much. I look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you. Thank you.